Okay. Uh, let's just launch right into it. Yes, shall we? Mm-hmm. All right. Three, two, one. Hello. Two weeks in a row. You didn't expect this. Well, that's de- that's just <laughs> that is that is absolutely dependent on me on me editing this and putting it out. Oh yeah. Look. Well, if if somehow you are hearing this and it's not 2020, 2020 <laughs> it's not. We've done it. We've done two weeks in a row. It's yeah. Uh, my name is Michael Hing. My name's Ben Jenkins. And uh, mm. you're listening to Free to Good Home. We are joined by, uh, I think, three-time guests now? Maybe four-time guests? Oh, at guests? least. It's my third time, but I will say this. I'm pretty sure I've done it twice, and both times after that, it's been months before you guys oh, did you another one. Oh, you're the kiss of death. I think I might be the kiss <laughs> of death. <laughs> hey, guys, we're recording this at about 7 o'clock uh, in the p.m., and so the challenge of Snack Report was quite difficult because I don't want to ruin anybody's dinner, least of all mine, um, but I still want to provide snacks. Now, Mark has provided us with um, some delightful glasses of Coke Zero. Delicious. Uh, I solved this problem by getting a variety of gum. Now, now that's not conducive to recording a podcast. I've got yeah, do you know how audio works? <laughs> I've got Hubba Bubba. Uh, just uh, traditional strawberry flavor. There you go. I've got uh, extra sweet watermelon. There's that. I've got a classic uh, Big Red. That's a cinnamon gum. It's a cinnamon gum. And just for the... Um, you know, for the more conservative, I've just got some nice traditional peppermint um, extra. So I'm going to dive right in with some Hubba Bubba. Sure, that is very nice of you to do. I'm going to ask that you don't do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it is so awful to listen to. No, I mean, like, that's just... Um, we sh- we doesn't sh- spoil the appetite. While, while you are... Uh, <laughs> oh, God, so awful. Now, from memory, start your clocks, listeners, because I'm going to tell you the precise moment that this Hubba Bubba runs out of flavour because... <laughs> If I remember anything from the last time I had Hubba Bubba, it's going to be within minutes. Oh, that's so awful, Was then. Strawberry Hubba Bubba what they used to call original Hubba Bubba? Mm. And there was a rename, was there? Well, there was an original Hubba Bubba that was red. Oh. But was it strawberry or cherry? I do not know. Um, new listeners to the podcast, this is a, uh, a tedious and much maligned segment of the show called Snack Report, uh-huh. where, where Ben... Insists on eating on the podcast, and yet it is the segment that time after time we get email and tweet and direct messages. They they bloody love it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a a, a silent majority who are with me on this one. It's really hard to talk. <laughs> we should also say that Mark has uh, generously uh, donated his uh, his house. We now own it <laughs> to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have read that before I signed <laughs> yeah. it, but. You know, I never did law. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And Ben, I believe you've gone to kick us off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I do. What so, if, what if, why did we get the guy chewing the gum to kick us off? Um, <laughs> well, because he demanded it as before we started recording. He said, I'm going to start the show today. Okay. So that's I really, for what it's worth, my mum sometimes will be saying something. <laughs> she'll be being silly. And there'll be a point where she'll be like, this is what she, something she says to my father, where she'll be like, kind of, Joking around with you, and she'll be like, "Oh, you know what? I'm annoying myself now," and she'll stop. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about this gum thing. Oh like yeah, it's made my life actually really difficult. But <laughs> where are you going to spit that gum? Just out of interest, <laughs> given where we're in my home. <laughs> um, on, the, on the floor? Wait, is, is this a spit on the floor house? Not usually. <laughs> I think uh, I, mm, I regret what, not keeping what, the wrapper. What you could do is you could finish it. You could finish your Pepsi, and then you could spit into the glass. Well, that's in some ways worse. Is I it? prefer that to floor <laughs> if I had the option. <laughs> if those are the only two, no, I'll find a little bit of paper. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. what I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll bloody do. Uh-huh. I'll read this ad mm-hmm. because we still print out ads yep. in the year 2017, <laughs> um, 
and then when I'm done with this ad, I'll put my gum in the ad and okay. scrunch it up. Okay. Okay. So this is uh, quite a confused ad. Um, it's five conures, conures, conures. It's kind of bird. Okay. Can you, Mark? It feels like this would be your area. Uh, no, Birds. no, not not even close to my area. You're not, a, not, not an ornithologist, Mark. I'm not, but no? I'm, I was trying to think of that word and I failed. So that's how that's how in. much of a not ornithologist <laughs> he. He's the worst guy from Catch Me If You Can. He doesn't even know the name of the profession that he's pretending to be. <laughs> I'm Fixy Person Man. Do you mean uh, doctor? Yes, uh, I'm very suave. <laughs> Did you drop a necklace? <laughs> All right. So this is five. Canures, conures for sale. They're birds. Mm-hmm. Five birds for sale. They have been DNA tested. And that means they are 100% sure either they are male or female. They <laughs> 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 that's, not, that's not traditionally the thing you'd get a DNA test to find out, yeah. I would say. Mm. I mean, I'm just going to stop now. Is there like a pedigree thing with birds like there is with dogs where you want to know that it's a pure canure? That's what I thought at first. Possibly. But 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 it really seems like unless these ideas... Oh, by the way, there is like zero punctuation in this ad. Sure. So it's very difficult to know if these ideas are separate or joined. There's very little punctuation on the internet. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But it seems like they have been a hundred... No, no, no. Actually, there's a bridging... Yeah. They have been been DNA tested. That means they are 100% sure... Either they are female or male. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going now. Yeah. They're 100% sure that yeah. they are one of the two options it allowing for trans birds. Yes. Allowing for trans birds, obviously. Yes. But like... I mean, is is uh, are there, is gender spectrum in the animal kingdom? Sure, why not? But my point sure. is, if you are telling this... I mean, obviously the reason why you would want to know the gender of a bird... Is to breed it, For breeding purposes, right? Yes, or for casting it in your little pigeon play. Sure. Are the mysteries of the bird s- such... That you cannot see a bird's dick outside of like a DNA test. Uh, well, I, I'll, 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 I would hazard to speak this way in front of ornithologist Mark Sutton. <laughs> but birds have an all-purpose hole, don't they? Called the a cloaca. cloaca. Really? But even even the men. Oh, are you tell? Are you are you going to oh, look me in the eye? Oh, maybe I'll and tell me that birds don't have penises. Oh. Is that what you're going to try and tell me now? Yeah. Now. now I thought I was very confident going in. Or but do you think it's just cloaca to cloaca? Have you ever seen a bird having sex? No. Don't, uh, oh, don't they? Oh, this I'm going to be. Do real they spawn dumb. like fish? I <laughs> thought it was external to the body because you lay the egg. Hang and on. Then, and then the rooster. No, that's dumb. That's real dumb. Oh, do you mean like they lay the egg and then the rooster fucks the egg or something? Well, something like that. Yeah. But I th- I, now that I've said that out loud, I think that's a really dumb thing I said, and I don't. I take it back. Are they like oysters? Well, how do oysters reproduce? They just do it to themselves. Oh, they're, they're, well, they're, that's certainly that, of all the options. That's the worst one. <laughs> I didn't think someone would go lower than me on this, but uh, you really dumbed down the podcast. It's so something. weird that like I've never seen even an image of a bird's dick, <laughs> and, and, or a bird having sex. Like I'm thinking of you know on the Discovery Channel. I've seen plenty of mammals have sex. Mm. I've seen turtles have sex. Yep. I think I'm I've st- even seen snakes have sex. Oh, I'm I mean, look, struggling that's to certainly think what the diary you keep says. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of an animal that I haven't seen fuck, actually, Except outside of the, the humble bird. Yeah, I've seen bugs fuck on Edinburgh. <laughs> What's he got against the bird? No, don't, well, bugs fucking... Bugs don't fuck, though. Do penguins fuck? Yeah, big time. They're <laughs> a bird. Oh, that's a good point. They are a bird. Have you seen penguins fuck? I think you see penguins fuck. It's like, that's like half of what March of the Penguins is. No, I, I, well, oh, is it? Oh, or it's a delightful parody m- farce of the penguins. Yeah. Actually, if I'm, 
I haven't seen it, but I have to say that at a guess, mm. most of March of the Penguins is concerned with marching. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, was Fast of the Penguins a uh, March of the Penguins send up that starred Leslie Nielsen? Uh, yeah, I mean, if Leslie Nielsen was still been alive, he would have been there. Oh, it was, it was like a you know scary movie type parody really? film released to the cinema. Did that need? Did it need a scary? Did it need a genre parody? Did the nature documentary need a genre parody? It had the involvement of Samuel L. Jackson. I'll have you know. And it, it, was, it was unbelievably Woo! cheap, wasn't it? Like, because they just got, they just got actually uh, far footage of penguins, and then and then had Samuel L. Jackson make them swear. Like that's, yeah. it, it would have cost them like my, thirty bucks. Yeah, actually, you know what? I take back my surprise. Samuel L. Jackson will do anything. He'll do some very good things. He'll also do some terrible uh, things. See, this is something that actually you and I, Mark, have talked about a lot. In that, the kind of running, the running story about Samuel L. Jackson is like, man, he's incredible, but boy, does he slum it sometimes, right? In like in like shitty films. Yeah, it's not like. Nicholas Cage where everyone thinks well he just always makes bad movies yeah. people say Samuel Jackson is a quality actor who occasionally will do a movie for money which is fine yeah now right. here's the thing he doesn't he makes bad film after bad film after bad film like, but, but when he's in them we just think he's cool in them is that, is that no we just assume there's films that we can't name because they're on the tip of our tongue that are the quality ones that he's done alright Phantom Ma- oh no okay that's yep. bad <laughs> I mean like people got Pulp Fiction and fair enough like that's fine yeah but that's less of a that's less of a because that's more, so much of a Tarantino film yeah it's not an SLJ vehicle yeah I mean like Snakes on a Plane is again, again like that was Blue Sea <laughs> See, this is what I mean. Like, I'm struggling to name a film that isn't not only bad, but like f- not famously bad. He's oh, also like a yeah. hundred years old. Yeah, yeah, he's in a lot of the he's in a lot of the the quote unquote good Marvel films as uh, Nicholas Fury. Nick Fury. But Nick again, Fury. like that's not what everybody thinks he's hanging his hat exactly. on. Exactly. That's not a prestige drama. That's yeah. just a, a passable block. Everybody muscle. assumes there was like something in the nineties. Has he won an Oscar? No. God no. He wouldn't have. Been- <laughs> I doubt he's been nominated. He's not got within oh, no, speeding distance of an Oscar. Oh, no, he was nominated Fiction because he was really shitty that he got beaten by Martin Landau, who died the other day. Yeah, so, what, what so in many ways, Samuel L. Jackson had the last laugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll have to ask Mr. Jackson's representatives. What, what did Martin Landau win for? Uh, Ed Wood. He played Bela no, Lugosi. And good. he was fantastic. All right, let's continue on with the ad. All right, so... I thought this was the Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> podcast. So they've been DNA tested um, to, to, to decide their gender. Yep. Okay. Or sex? Not important. Sorry. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> they're 100% sure either that they are male or female. They are around nine months old. They are not friendly. They, ha- <laughs> <laughs> they are aviary birds. The only reason why we are selling them is because we want to sell the aviary because we don't have the effort or space for them, which is unfair to them, and we are wanting them to go to a good home. Oh, this sounds like a breakup where you're making excuses for why you're doing the breakup. Yeah, it sounds you know? like a riddle to me. How do I sell the aviary but not the bird? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, can't, I mean, like... Does an aviary bird, does that mean they've clipped their wings so they cannot fly? Oh, that's a good point. I think, um, that, I think that's usually... They can flutter a bit, but they can't fly away. So, I just, like, again, like, the lack of punctuation is making this difficult. Yes. But I think, like, what, what, what really is making it hard for me is the level of weird alien honesty that this person mm, <laughs> has decided to... not in. friendly. Yeah. And, like, it's not like they're being like, hey, I'm selling an aviary. D- trust me, you don't want the birds. The birds are <laughs> dreadful. If you're wondering why I have an aviary with no birds, they're awful birds. Hey, can I buy the aviary on this ad? Well, this is the thing. And I, I don't see any other thing on sale from this seller either. I reckon there's no aviary. I think this person has stolen... 
let's see, five birds. Canures. Canures. And, and they're trying to sell them off asking, as though it's a... He's asking... A, he, he's stolen five birds, gotten yeah. them DNA tested. That's going to cost a hundo. <laughs> and he's trying to recoup because, like, obviously what recoup. somebody's... Recoup. Ah, <laughs> that's, ve- that's a very good pun, actually. Um, yes. No, because he's trying to decoup. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, you. Yeah, that's a terrible pun, and I think you should feel bad about what you. You should leave your own yeah. house. <laughs> you um, leave. You're the one who made it. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's ha- I think what's happened is that he's gone to the for some reason. He feels like if he DNA tests these birds, he's going to find out something that makes them more valuable or whatever. Oh. But he's gone to an absolute charlatan. Sure. Who's been like, let me just go to my lab. Back there, Turns so what, out he thought the DNA test would reveal that oh, these are the birds that stole the purple rose of Cairo. No, or exactly. Like, oh, these are like speckled, beautiful, right collector birds. This is actually. And what's happened is this absolute DNA charlatan doesn't sure. have a lab back there. Just gone and been like, "Do you have a dick? Yes. Do you if have a dick? No." And then just been like, "Test complete." If you were a bird, if if you were a princess who'd been turned into a bird by some sort of curse and or spell, mm-hmm. would your DNA be bird or human? Presumably, that depends entirely on how the spell works. No, I'm, I'm confirming birds. Oh, okay. Okay. You think, so you think, yeah, because if you were, if they didn't change your DNA, you wouldn't change your form, would you? Interestingly, but do you think... your brain is human? Ooh, presumably. Well, that's you've still got your consciousness. Yeah. Well, that's really, we're, we're getting into mind-brain mind divide now. <laughs> um, um, what I want to know... Yes. ...is birds aren't that friendly anyway. Like, as in... One of the ways you judge a bird is not whether it's friendly or not, because there's no real way to tell. So to point out that these birds are not friendly, ah. I think that's a euphemism for they are violent. Yes, that makes sense. That makes sense because you wouldn't. You, uh, uh, a bird is not like a cat or a dog. It doesn't sit in your lap and exactly. want to be pet. Petted. Oh, so maybe this is actually he's saying it as a feature. He's like you can have a legion of attack birds <laughs> <laughs> if you want. Um, Look, I'd buy a Legion of Attack Birds for $100. Sold. Thank you very much. Done. Gum in there. Excellent. Um, Mark, do you want to kick us off with another one? I do. Now, I'm going to start this one, bearing in mind that we have all at different times been employed by a certain organisation. Yeah, sure. This is how it goes. ABC News Radio, Asian girl, man for woman. (laughs) Okay. So, this is a misconnection type thing. He says, I think the title is enough for you to know who you are. <laughs> we met twice. I still have not forgotten you. I want to see you again. Email me, please. Boom. End of ad. Okay. Now, this has just been posted quite recently. Yeah, this is, this is like a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, two days ago. There but we go. is there a chance that this ad is about our friend and colleague, guest on the podcast, Alex Lee? Okay. Is that a possibility? Ah, she was an ABC News Radio. She, was, uh, she, news worked, she worked for oh, ABC News. news. Oh. This is News Radio. But oh. the whole problem with this ad is for it to make any sense, <laughs> yep. Yep. it is assuming there is one Asian in the entire ABC News Radio. I can division. think of three off the top of my head. Yeah. I, I don't I, think I this person's thought it through. No, also. Well, well, also, they could mean listener, and that just widens the pool even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then how would. How would you know that someone was Asian? Unless, oh, unless they signed off with their name, maybe. Then you might be able to guess. Uh, unless there was like a producer that really went and was playing like kind of like a, one of those um, like stings in the background. That, <laughs> like, like, like Chinese chopsticks or like something. Chi- yeah, just to like, let you know. Right, I see. I see. I see. I mean, like the other option is like, you know, you see a lot of this in misconnections where it's like indecipherable title. And then it's like, you know, you'll know. Yeah. Call me. 
So it's like maybe a shared thing they've met twice, and both times they talked about ABC News Radio, maybe. I oh, so that's oh. that's their shared passion. But but how? I mean, also of the branches of ABC Radio, a lot of people listen to ABC Local Radio. A lot of people listen to ABC Radio National. Mm. Yeah, ABC News Radio. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people listen to it. It's hard to imagine that as a shared passion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's almost like aggressively, like. I mean, I listen to ABC News Radio a lot, but I put it on to hear the news. Yeah. And about mm. enough to start a... Do you know what else has just leapt out at me about this? They've met twice, and he still just calls her Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's also bragging that he has not forgotten you after meeting her twice. Yeah, I, I haven't forgotten you. At the time, both times, didn't think to register your name if you told yeah. me. It. I would argue if you don't know their name, perhaps you have forgotten them. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know... The other thought I just had, and bear with me here, this feels like, you know how you could do catch up? Like if you want to listen to ABC AM, if you haven't got up in time, you can just catch it up on either a podcast or like just on the website on your phone. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who was listening to another podcast that uh, I make, which is uh, Story Club. Mm -hmm. And she was listening to it on the train. And apparently she said this happens a lot regardless of what she's listening to, and it happens a lot to her friends, where some guy just came up, looked at her screen, and then like kind of tried to get her attention. And she was like, okay. And she did it, he did it yeah. again. And then eventually he yanked one of her earbuds out. Ooh, that's aggressive. And he, was like, he was like, I love that show. I listened to that show too. Oh. We should talk about it. And she was like, oh, get fucked. Like, yeah. By the way, if you listen, if, if you listen to Story Club, and there m- might be a chance that you listen to this show too. If mm-hmm. you are that person... Leave it out. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, if you oh, see so you're hoping you're actually the guy who did that is hearing it's this possible. right now. We have, we, I've looked at our stats. We do have crossover with the Story Club crowd. I will say, if don't any, do that to people. If you see anyone listening to this podcast on the train, yep, or, or the bus or something, like Free to a Good Home, not Story Club. I don't want. I don't want to get involved in whatever you want to do with your Story sure, Club fans. Sure, but for Free to a Good Home fans, if you see someone on their screen, they're listening to Free to a Good Home. Just go to them and tell them to get fucked. Just wow. absolutely Wow, can't. I feel like we're sending really mixed messages here. <laughs> Just, uh, Michael Hing, do you have one? I do, I do, I do. So I found this one on uh, Gumtree today, and it's from Riley Close uh, in Australia. Hello, anyone from Riley Close. And it's entitled Humphrey B. Bear Collection. Help! Info needed! <laughs> <laughs> and there's a uh, picture of everyone's favourite childhood uh, now, entertainer. Do we need to explain? Uh, Humph- to- Humphrey B. Bear is like an like Australian Sesame Street-esque kind of character. Sure. In that he's a man in a bear suit, but famously he had a hat. He had a hat. Had he a had hat. A, a coat and tie, but no pants. No pants, and he was silent, I believe. Yeah, I wasn't sure what his deal. Uh, what, what was the what was the basic was structure of the show? Was he in the Fat Cataverse? Oh no, I no. think he's nine and Fat Cat's seven, Channel Seven. But I also think Fat Cat had a had an edge and a sass to it <laughs> that, that didn't that didn't gel with Humphrey B. Bear. Yeah, so uh, I think I feel like it was very earnest. Yes, he yeah. may have been in the. Um, uh, what was it called? The the, the bookshop of us? Oh, the worm. With, with book oh, worm. bookworm. No, that's also seven. That's also seven. I hated was, that. Uh, oh, Richard, read me a book. Fuck off, you stupid worm. Once, I wish he'd say that. Just once. <laughs> Fucking drop kick oh, him out a window. Have you got... Sorry, just to briefly divert away from this. Are you are, are you guys following the Agro's cartoon, Agro from Agro's Cartoon Connection story? <laughs> oh, my God. I only saw this. Incredible. Okay. Can we just... Quick, quick primer. International <laughs> listeners, there was... You guys had... In America, you guys had, like, um, beloved Sesame Street that, yep. like, 
was beautiful and like you, you look at it taught values taught values like you look at that episode where one of the characters like one of the actors actually dies and there's this like beautiful scene where they explain mm-hmm. to kids what death is and like how it's sad yep you've got d- delightful Grover who's a waiter is- yep and yep. also just like pushing the boundaries of like comedy that we now use like that we now just take for granted right yep. we had a puppet that was a cunt. That like, was, he was that a munted little fucker <laughs> who was angry. That was his whole thing. And he was yep. called Agro, which yep. is short for aggressive. No, yeah. no, no, no. His name was Agro and his last name was Vation. Like his oh, full name was Agravation. That was okay. his whole name. His whole thing was like so there was like a, a, a rotating fucking cast of poor hosts. Yes. Usually who, women. Who had to sit there. And he'd be like, she'd be like, oh, well, I grow um, samurai pizza cats are up next. And he'd yeah. be like, oh, you're a fat bitch or something. Like, he wouldn't okay. say that, but he'd like. <laughs> no, no, that is quite close. So today I looked up some aggro for, for, for a story I was doing for the feed. Um, Sorry, this is me getting some Tic Tacs. <laughs> this sound is Tic Tacs. Okay, so I, I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell this story backwards. So recently. I fucking settled down, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> aggro. Recently, Agro, the, the the host of the kids' television program, was spotted at a at a far right wing protest uh, rally. Uh, one nation at a, in a one. So one nation is like our far right political party. Yeah. He was spotted at a one nation. Now you rally. keep saying he as if he's not a puppet. <laughs> well, so but but that's the, that's the thing. It wasn't like someone got an Agro toy and put it in a hat. It was the Agro. Oh, I didn't realise this. The puppeteer, yeah, there's not Jamie like someone had made. So, so the Jamie Dunn went to a One Nation rally. J- 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 yeah, well, yes. Well, what happened was, J- but Jamie Dunn, because he's just like a, a, I don't know, probably seventy year old guy who has a carries a puppet with him. He's a weird guy. He was walking down the street, presumably being aggro or some shit, and someone came up to him what? and someone said, "Oh, can we get a selfie with you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm sure I'm aggro." And they put a, a One Nation hat on Agro and took a photo of them with the One Nation thing in the background. And he kind of claims he didn't quite realise what was going there on. There is so many steps that have to happen. So Agro yeah. has not been on television for, <laughs> for 20 years. Probably 25 years, yeah. So the puppeteer <laughs> regularly <laughs> walks down the street carrying... <laughs> on, doing Agro at people? I, guess you, I don't know. Do you know what I think he's doing? He's like fucking walking down the main street of his... Town. Presumably Brisbane. Hoping someone asks him. No, like walking into a bakery and being like, oh, I don't want a free pie, but Marty Agro does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then he went on Channel 9 News, again, as Agro, not as the puppeteer. <laughs> Wasn't Agro a Channel 7 property? <laughs> he was. But now, now that the license is expired, he'll appear anywhere for any amount of money. So then <laughs> there is footage on Channel 9 News, which was on Twitter right now, of a serious journalist sitting down with Agro to ask him why he was at a One Nation rally. Why did they get Agro and not Jamie Dunn? <laughs> because, because Jamie Dunn presumably didn't want to appear as Jamie Dunn because so like, Jamie Dunn wasn't at the One Nation rally. <laughs> Agro was. So it's like Sasha Baron Cohen only appearing in character on Parkinson or whatever. <laughs> only much, much sadder. Because the other thing about Agro, for those international listeners who didn't watch it, was there were other characters in the show, mm. like Crikey the Clown, Mm. Who was an aggressive clown Yes Like every character Was like a beloved Childhood thing Like a puppet or a clown Yeah Who was just kind of angry Yes Yes. Yeah It's very angry It is amazing Very toxic workplace What's also funny It's like Every And this is a real Buzzfeed thing But I reckon like Every kid who grew up Around the time that we did Remembers Agro's Cartoon Connection Absolutely But no one 
down to a, a person has mm. fond memories of it. No. Like we all watched it every fucking morning for some reason. Well, okay, so so for the story I was doing for the feed today, um, I had to I just was looking up different clips of Agro. There's a lot on YouTube. A G R O Agro's card and connection. If you want to look at him, and some of the stuff he says <laughs> is ju- insanely go to television because it was all live. It was all it was live. live. It was Why live. Why did they need to make it live? Because because it was like breakfast television. So they'd be like, all right, well this this cartoon goes for. You know, no, sorry. Breakfast television needs to be live because there's a part of it that deals with world events. Oh, because it's <laughs> yes. Well, so this what? was you could fucking tape like a season of that in an afternoon if you want. I don't think every episode was live, but I think a lot of the episodes sure. were live. Not not the ones within a live studio audience. Those were pre-taped because you can't get a studio audience at five in the morning necessarily, sure. right? But a lot of them were done live, and so some of the stuff he said that they put to air is. Insane. Like at one point, uh, Anne Marie, who's the host, who's yeah. the co-host, she's the classic host. Classic. She host. lasted quite a while. She's, yeah, she's like a, 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 an attractive blonde lady in probably her early twenties or mid twenties. I would it's say. It's so funny now that I think about it. She probably was about twenty five, but I think like when you're a kid, everybody's either a child or like eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she is. She's teaching Agro to dance like a tango or a waltz or something. So he puts his puppet arm on her waist and another puppet arm on her shoulder, and they're behind the desk, and they're sort of, and she goes one, two, three. One, two, three, you know, dancing. Yeah. And then his arm slips down and kind of brushes the area where her breast is. And then. That's called a breast. Sure. <laughs> well, um, yeah. And then he goes, and then she goes, oh, watch it. And he goes, and Agro goes, ah, I almost grabbed your tent. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then she goes, excuse me, like being outraged. And he goes, ah, I'd probably get paid a finder's fee. Because, ah, like, like what? making a joke that she has like tiny boobs, I guess. Like this is this kids' is children's program live around the country. It's yeah. so funny. Like you know, like I remember like thinking Aladdin was quite revolutionary because it had little jokes for adults and little jokes for kids, and you you can't like blah blah mm. blah. Or like Shrek or The Simpsons or something. Yeah, Th- there's nothing in that for a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a single thing. I almost grabbed your tit. Anyway, sorry. So That's um. But so so then there was like I guess like maybe just like because they needed balance in the universe, they had Humphrey B. Bear, which yes. was just like he was not a the silent nicest. a silent bear with a, again a young female host. I think yes. that was just who was thrilled to not be around Agro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to read the ad, it goes uh, again Humphrey B. Bear collection help info needed, and there's a lot of exclamation marks there. Sales description: Looking for some advice. I have acquired a huge box full of Humphrey B. Bear stuff off my mother-in-law. It was my partner's. And I'm at a total loss as to who to ask or where to put these items up for sale. I'd keep them for my son, but he won't have any idea who it is. That's a good point. (laughs) Well, it's a fucking bear. Like, he's not going to be like... Yeah, he's like, what is... He's not going to recoil in horror. It's like, Humphrey B. Bear looks like a big plush bear. Yeah, famously, kids love bears. Uh, Big Ted, Little Ted, Winnie the Pooh. All right. It continues. I'd keep uh, keep from okay. It has heaps of stuff like sheets, curtains, money box, plush toys, plates, etc. I would like it to go as a whole, as it's a quote unquote collection, and would suit some uh, someone wanting to add to their collection or someone starting one. I've looked for toy collections that haven't found anything. Uh, I've looked on eBay as well. Blah blah blah. Anyone who, know, who knows something, who collects these type of things, or someone, call me. Please, thanks for any advice. Help. <laughs> there is a real, a very subtle, but a very real edge of desperation to this Absolutely. ad. It's almost like the, the, the box is packed very tightly. Now she's writing this. 
it's slow. It's slowly just springing out of the. Or like the first time, like her mother-in-law was like, "Take the box," and she was like, "I don't." She's like, "The box is yours." Boom, drives <laughs> off, and she opens it, and there's like maybe like a money box and a plush toy. And then she goes to bed, and she wakes up. There's a money box, a plush toy, and a plate. <laughs> like every time she looks away, there's more shit in there. <laughs> Okay, I don't. I don't mean to be heartless, but <laughs> he says leaning back in his chair. Either there's a market for this, in which case she would have found it, or there's no market for this, in which case it's for the bin, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely agree. A hundred, a hundred, hundred percent agree. Like any market that exists for this kind of thing will be looking for it on the internet, on yep. eBay. Yeah, on people, Trump. people who are like after. A, a, a box of Humphrey Bear Bear stuff isn't just being like, well, the the universe Someday. is going to provide this. Now, what's interesting, though, is this person, and I don't know if you picked up on this, this person has logged onto a website called Gumtree, mm-hmm. which, on which people sell all kinds of things. They buy and sell things. Yeah. And this person that's, hasn't... That's mainly like... Yeah. Like, yeah. And this person hasn't chosen to buy or sell anything on Gumtree. <laughs> Instead, they've posted they an ad advice. where they want advice on how to buy and sell things. Yeah, if you like, if you if you take the, the Humphrey B. Bear element out of this, yes. This how ad, does commerce yeah, work? Exactly. Hi, exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, it's like going to a fridge shop and being like, "Hey, I'm trying to buy a fridge. Do you know where I can?" And we got we got we got heaps here, and they're like, "No, first things first. How would one go about?" So are we to assume that they've previously put an ad trying to sell the Humphrey B. Bear collection, no dice, oh. and then they thought, right, no one's in an ad, but maybe there's the person out there who can... Nah, yeah. I'm not... This is no. not working <laughs> for me. <laughs> You're backing out of the scenario as you put it together. This show... You know that American TV show, Porn Stars? Yes. Yes. So, where, where it's, it's like a... Yes, everyone knows what Porn Stars is. Yeah. Yes. Are there places like that in Australia where you can take this stuff and there's just experts in collectibles who can value it and they can yeah. be like, yeah, look, Humphrey BB Collection... It's worth ten cents. I'll give you five cents for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Th- there's a, there's that big place in Canberra, um, like in that big old like shed. That's um that's one of them. What? I'm not describing this very well. Somebody once told me about it, but it's like you're a, talking about Questacon. I'm not talking about Quest. For the once, High Court. For once, I'm neither talking about Questacon nor the High Court. The War Memorial. Yes. Sorry, I'm thinking of the War Memorial. <laughs> the National Portrait Gallery. What other things are in Canberra? <laughs> the archives. The archives. Um, no, it's like this. Like it's like the, the biggest porn shop in Australia, and it's like it's staffed by experts and stuff. And um, oh. and you can go in there and be like. Hey, where's the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier? And they'll be like, you've once again confused <laughs> us with the War Memorial. <laughs> um, no, Here's a map. Here's where you are. Here's but you're right. Are. Like, I do feel like there are probably places where like, mm. some, somebody will be like, well, I don't know anything about this, but a buddy of mine. And then it's like they call yeah. in. Like they always, that's my favorite thing in porn stars. You know, you know, you know what? I, here's my million dollar idea for a television show that is not entertaining, but would get, but would be able to, you'd be able to sell to Foxtel or some okay. cable channel, whatever, and it, don't it, it, put it, the do line. It. it will not be entertaining in the pitch document. <laughs> interesting, interesting. <laughs> no notes, Mark. Um, it is. It's it's uh, Antics Roadshow or Porn Stars or one of those value the things. Yep. But for specific sports memorabilia sold during sports broadcasts, after like from the late seventies onwards, right? So you know when you watch a sports broadcast and it's yeah. like, oh, you could you could buy this cricket bat signed by the West Indian team. Oh. Right? And, 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 and we've only made. We've only made 30,000 of these or whatever. Yeah. And some poor soul goes, oh, dad would like that for his birthday and we'll buy it. And dad goes, oh, thanks. I love the West Indian cricket team, I guess. Yeah. And then I reckon there would be an absolute market. Imagine that. Dad's coming out of the shop. This would be what you have described Mm -hmm. is, I don't know if you're thinking about a 29-minute format or a 58-minute format, but either way, 
what you've described is either roughly half an hour or an hour of dads being told their shit is worthless. <laughs> I know. Like, and just in a big, long queue. You know what? You, you, you explained to me like that. I actually think it I take back what I said about it not being entertaining. <laughs> I actually think it would be very entertaining. Like, and, and, the, and the appraisers saying the same thing every time, and then every fourth time looking off camera to the producer going, I don't know what to... <laughs> Why did like, he... like these things have been mass-produced. All of them... Like, sure, there's a limited run, but yeah. th- that, th- that's what renders them not very... Absolutely. I mean, I mean next. The, the son with a stamp. Next, you... next dad. <laughs> next dad. Do you think you know what I think? Uh, porn stars does pretty well, but Antiques Roadshow does the best. Ooh, American accents. <laughs> <laughs> Their ratio on Antiques Roadshow of people getting really excited about like a cow creamer being worth a lot of money <laughs> and people absolutely eating shit <laughs> is sublime. Yeah. Like it's about four to one, so you don't expect it when it happens. Oh, and, and also they don't. Do, they don't ever produce it, so sometimes, like you know, you, you you'll see someone on porn stars, and they'll be a real dick, and you'll be like, "Oh, that thing's gonna be worthless," because they only really crush the dicks. Antiques Roadshow, they it's so the great. People. They crush, they crush the loveliest people, being like, "Well, I saw uh, my father um, actually has had this candelabra, and he says it's from the Napoleonic era, and gosh, well, I've um." I've sort of used it as a bit of a nest egg, really, and it's all, all the value I have. And they're like, ah, oh, right, well, this is from Harrods, <laughs> and it's worth $10. <laughs> I saw one once where a person had found a Dylan album. Uh, it was Dylan down Blonde on Blonde in their granddad's attic or whatever. Yeah. And they brought it along to Antiques Roadshow, and the guy was like, yes, now, think about these albums, like, like Blonde on Blonde. <laughs> They were very popular. So, uh, as you can imagine, they produced millions and millions of copies. So, uh, you're probably ahead of me now. Uh, That means this is worth nothing. (laughs) I love it. Um, Would you guys like another one? Yes, let's keep going. This is another misconnection. Mm -hmm. This is... Mark, I don't know. Uh, you know, you've you've done this podcast a bunch of times as the kiss of death, so you're no <laughs> you're no stranger to this. But uh, and 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 regular listeners will know that this is actually a real genre of miscon- misconnections that you wouldn't think or wouldn't hope would be a genre of misconnections, but it's funeral misconnections. Okay, oh. so I'm just going to guess now. Is this people who m- met someone at a funeral and now want to hook up with them down the track? No, it's people who are like, I was at a funeral, you were the corpse. <laughs> no, it's, um, <laughs> yes, it's, exa- it's exactly what you're describing. Okay. okay, so this is posted just like, oh, literally like today, mm-hmm. a couple of hours ago. Mature hottie at the forest lawn funeral yesterday. Uh, this sounds grim. <laughs> The funeral was yesterday. You are very slim and sat near the back and you had a black jumper and black pants. Well... Hold on, she <laughs> wore a jumper to a funeral? <laughs> That's yeah, actually, a fashion oh, faux pas, actually, black or not. <laughs> I was going to say that really doesn't narrow it down, like you're wearing black clothes, but you're right, like yeah. a jumper. What, like a sloppy joe? <laughs> <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. Black, black sloppy joe, black trackies, black Ugg boots... <laughs> Um, it's my morning Ugg boots, yes. Now, here's this. So, yeah, black pants. Even if you don't think so, you're one hell of a sexy woman and I can't stop thinking about you. Just oh. seems weird you'd leave with that. I look forward to hearing from you. That's the whole ad. Is that like a, a negging he's, thing? He's negging someone at a funeral. Well, unless this person somehow conveyed that message to 
them Look, at the funeral. fashion choices yeah. suggest as much. Well, I was thinking maybe, ma- maybe they maybe they opened maybe they tried to open the eulogy with a self-deprecating joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I don't think I'm one hell of a sexy woman. <laughs> but but the, Anthea yeah. in the casket over there, now she's a real humdinger. Can I just say, humana, humana. <laughs> Me horny. <laughs> now, also, now this didn't happen, this connection didn't happen at the wake. This happened... At the service. Yeah, that's upsetting. What I don't understand is like, again, like this probably can be asked of all misconnections, but like you had ample time to talk to this person. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And and even if, and I can understand if you're at a funeral and you meet someone and for whatever reason, you think that this person, you have a connection with them, whatever, potentially that's happened or something in a funeral. But so I can understand the awkwardness of asking them for their number at the funeral, maybe, right? I can understand you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to ask them at the funeral. But just get their name and presumably find them through the person who you know at the funeral, yeah. the initial person. Wait, so the funeral was yesterday. Mm-hmm. This was posted today. Could this have been posted by a ghost? Oh, whoa! That's... A real curveball, Mark Sutton. So it's the person in the casket. A horny ghost. (laughs) And a woman they'd never seen before. Or a lost love from previous in their life. Do you know what, though? I think you'd lead with it. You'd say, I'm the ghost? I am a ghost. I think you'd put it somewhere. Have you read Gumtree's Terms and Conditions? (laughs) Ari the Undead. That's very true. I mean, the other option is that, like, the the way that it makes sense that, that she couldn't that that person couldn't talk to them, or 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 just ask a friend who that lady in the, who that, who that absolute slob was. <laughs> um, she is slim. Oh yeah, who, who that skinny slob was is um, that this person just like a groundskeeper, or like oh. So uh, they're like they're, they're like a, a person working at the, maybe they operate the crematorium or something. Yeah. Does that open up the possibility that every funeral they pick a hottie at the back and just go for broke uh, and see? Oh. On, at their most vulnerable. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know. If she's at the back, she's probably she's either not close or came she's late. like a. <laughs> or yeah, came well, late. I reckon old mate Black Jumper, lucky to get there fucking before the. Or she's a secret that you know didn't expect. She's a long lost love. She's a daughter who who was unacknowledged. She's um yeah. Mm. Oh well, either way, I'm not for it. <laughs> yeah, no, very much against. Have you ever been for? A one of these misconnections. misconnections. I think there was like one in like 2014 where we <laughs> were like, quite sweet. We were like, okay. Oh, like, so sometimes. <laughs> good you, luck to you, you two crazy kids. Yeah, usually the best you get is, oh, you know what? You want to do something weird, but you're not hurting anyone. Go for broke. Because it's usually like we met at like this really specific yeah. fan club for fucking well dressed like Dr. Spock or whatever. Yeah. And during the conversation, I didn't get your name or whatever. It's like, well, good. You found each other. Like, yep. this is actually a service that's exactly. been... Exactly. But no. So, the, the answer to your question is like... Basically never. Basically never. Yeah. It's, it, it should be banned from the internet, this entire <laughs> thing. Uh, Mark, do you have one to take us home with? I do. Now, uh, well, that lady was, was slim, you may recall. Yeah. So, we're going yep. to the opposite ends of the spectrum now. Uh-huh. Uh, with an ad with the alluring title, All Fat Guy Lardcore Band. <laughs> you heard that right. It's not hardcore. Uh-huh. It's lardcore. Uh-huh. That sounds like something that like um what's the mean man from X Factor, Simon Cowell? Yes. That sounds like something he would say. Oh. Like, 
It's not hardcore. It's lardcore. And yeah. then they use that in a promo. Yeah. And then, yeah, okay. So this is from Dover in the UK. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to anyone who lives there. Mm-hmm. I hear it's fine. There are... <laughs> there are no, what Dover's famous for the... We, we're talking the white cliffs. cliffs. We're talking... That's it. Clovers are from... No, no that's Dover, just Dover, Dover soul. They have a way of making soul fish. What do you mean? Like that's They a prepare dish. it. Oh, really? So you could order Dover soul If you listen to restaurant. this podcast and from Dover... Get in touch if you want. Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we may or may not use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Jeff. I played in some hardcore bands in the late 90s, early 2000s. Who didn't? Yep. <laughs> but they were all pretentious and serious, and that's dumb. Ooh. I, I, so far, I'm with Jeff. Yep. Self, the, yeah. It's self-awareness that comes with age. This yep. is why metal bands like Iron Maiden are good, because they don't take themselves too seriously. Mm. Okay. I think. Oh, that's not in the ad, right? No, this is just me. This is Mark giving his thoughts. (laughs) Lately, I've gotten the itch to play again. For the last 15 years, I've been wanting to do an all-fat guy hardcore (laughs) band called Girth Crisis. Oh, well, I thought Lardcore was... Is Girth Crisis a pun? I think it must be. Maybe Birth Crisis. Earth Crisis? Earth Crisis might be in the name of a hardcore band. I'm not sure. Any pun that you need to explain, any any band, like any name of a thing that you're going to be saying, foreseeably, because I imagine this band's going to be very successful Mm. for the rest of your life, if you have to keep explaining the pun. Yes. Do you think the Beatles ever had to explain the pun of their name? Do you know what? Like the Onidas in That Thing You Do? What's it? What? You ever see the film That Thing You Do? The Tom Hanks film? Uh... I, I can't remember seeing it, but the song is in my head, so I think I have seen it. Yeah, wow, in that that's film, really they they're called they wanted a pun like the Beatles, mm-hmm. so they're called the Wonders, but O N E D E R S. And there's a joke in the film that everyone who introduces them says it's the Oneiders. Oh. So in the world of that thing you do, do the Beatles exist? Oh uh, yeah, I think they do. Yeah, that's very confusing because they had very similar lives. <laughs> 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 no, nothing to do. They're a one hit wonder. Oh, that's true. They are. Mm. Um, but I w- I was twenty five before I realized the Beatles was a pun. You know it's it's really it's, yeah. spe- it's specified in the Simpsons. Oh yeah, the B sharps. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like it's like literally a thing. It's literally said like a joke that becomes less funny every time you hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Rolling Stones is a pun too. No, it's not. Just think about it. <laughs> um, so he goes. Uh, we will only write songs about food and being fat. <laughs> oh, so it's not a cover band. No, no, no. They're going to write original songs. Original songs. But, you know, I actually think restriction is the mother of invention. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a famous Australian, or semi-famous Australian band called The Beards. Yeah. And they sung, I think, four or five albums worth of songs about beards and being bearded. I mean, like, there's no real difference. <laughs> Look, Go you, on. you pick up any song, any other album, right? All the songs are going to be about love. It's very, very rare that you get a song like Maxwell Silverhammer which is about a silver hammer and a psychopath. Or or Born Slippy, which is being about Born Slippy. Yep. Or... Um, what, or a, what a very specific... Were you listening to Born, were you listening to Born Slippy? I just I is just it, often think that there's not that many songs about being Born Slippy. Wait, is Born Slippy the, the name of the band or the name of the song? The, the song. What's the band? Underground? Underground. Right, Underworld? Okay. Underworld, something like that, yeah. Or, or the safety dance. The chicken um, song? Chicken, you mean what? The chicken dance? Chicken dance. Well, there's a the chicken dance and there's the chicken song. They're yeah. separate things. I I'm mean, tra- but the chicken da- the chicken song is called the chicken dance. No, there's a song that goes, C, that's the way it begins, H, the next letter in I <laughs> is the third. And then it spells chicken by the end. <laughs> by the time the music has swelled, 
Um, we've spelled chicken. And then, of course, Darren Hanlon really belled the cat and kind of made it very obvious with his song, yeah. um, not, not Enough Songs About Squash. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm just saying that like, th- it's not like a song about being fat or food as a, as, or, or beards mm. is any less variety than what you're going to get on any we other album. We already have Weird Al Yankovic's beloved parody song, Eat It. That's true. I'm just Let's saying. not forget that we have that. I, I just, yes, but I think that uh, the emotion of human love... Mm-hmm. Which you're saying is 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 uh, the, the 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 kind of the yep. what most songs are about. Yep, I think that that would be a more universal than food. The thing that everybody has to do or they die. <laughs> is I, that what you're trying to argue? I think it's more universal than the specific. Well, I was going to say songs about having a beard or songs about being fat. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll take those two first points, but that first one is is frankly absurd. <laughs> There is nothing more universal than food. Or maybe like a band about breathing. Every, every Breath You Take is one of the most popular songs of all time and for a reason. That song's about stalking though, isn't it? In many ways. Another human universal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how fat do you reckon you've got to be to be in this band? Do they specify? No, because no, they don't. Say, he'll only write food songs about food and being fat. But then he goes on to say, I play all instruments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if he's if he's bragging or if he's declaring that that's what he's going to do in the band, <laughs> like the way Prince would play all the instruments mm, yeah. or Dick Van Dyke. Imagine a one man band. Oh my god! But I only have a bass right now. So his problem is more that he's a fat guy with one instrument, not he that he needs want... band members. Yeah, I was really with Jeff until that. You've really given the game away. Okay, yeah. but now, no, he gets more inclusive now. Come on, fellow fat guys. Complete my vision. <laughs> Complete my vision and let's eat. <laughs> so at the end, he's not actually calling for them to form a band. He's gotten distracted. <laughs> he just wants to get together and have really tuck in. Anyway, I've forgotten the point of the ad. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of what we're talking about before, right? Good luck to you, crazy kids, right? If you want to be in a, in a, in a fat call, a fat call, sorry, a fat guy hardcore band, mm. uh, absolutely go for it. I, I, I will, I will, however, agree with Ben that there is some dicey stuff going on from Jeff here. Uh, like like the call out to want other people's instruments, etc. I'll play all these instruments, but you've got to provide them. Yeah, he's you know. got, basically he's gonna like just. What he's going to do is he's going to be like, oh, cool. Oh, man, that's an amazing guitar. Let me just... And then you'll be like, okay, cool, Jeff. Can I hit? He's like... And before you know it, you're just like, fucking... He's like, help yourself to some fucking pizza or whatever. You'll be like bears in Happy Mondays. What's that? Ooh, did he just clap? Oh, really? Really? Is that all he did in the Happy Mondays? Dance a bit. Well, is Happy Mondays Bob Geldof's band? No, that's... No, he famously doesn't like Mondays. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> he's very unhappy on a Monday. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I got confused because yeah. of the word Monday. That's yep. why I got confused. Yeah. Is Happy Monday... Happy Mondays is like a... That's like a Manchester um, band, isn't it? Yeah, they do kind of dance music Yeah, and stuff. like a... It was in that movie uh, that Steve people? Coogan was in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on that dizzying note, I think we're going to call it a night. We've all got dinner to eat and, mm-hmm. our, and our appetites are, are whetted by the gum. <laughs> And a, quite a lot of Tic Tacs, I'll have to say. <laughs> yeah, you got you, one. We've gone through most of our... Bi- and, and to be clear, listener, this is not your average box. This, this isn't is your a, grandma's box of Tic Tacs. No, this is a big box of orange Tic Tacs. And I mean, we're talking we're talking 49 grams of Tic Tacs here. That's... Yeah. And it's you madness. didn't have 
many, if any. So Ben and I have really owed done the lion's share of. <laughs> You've eaten probably thirty Tic Tacs. I think we've really point. outdone ourselves by accident um, on on the worst noised snacks. <laughs> Um, it's unintentional. Please, as always, um, send in your classifieds that you find to our Facebook uh, yep. page, Freedom Good Home. Or uh, tweet them at us at Pod. Mark Sutton, as always, it has been a delight having you on. I'm sorry to have destroyed your podcast once again. <laughs> yes. Well, do you have anything you want to plug while we're here? Uh, there's a new album out by Bob Dylan <laughs> called <laughs> Triplicate. It's not very good. Is it one of his crooning ones? Yeah. Uh, Don't buy it. <laughs> Uh, well, I have nothing to plug. Do you have any? Oh, actually, well, you and I are doing shows at the um, p- public pe- uh, public house Petersham for our other show, oh, our yeah. podcast, uh, Dragon Friends, every single Thursday for the next 10 weeks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you're into Dungeons and Dragons, I, I don't mean to sound weary, but I am very tired. Um, <laughs> yeah, come, come along to those. If you're in Sydney, uh, we're doing a, uh, we're doing live tapings of our Dungeons and Dragons show every Tuesday, every second Tuesday of the month at Giant Dwarf, no. and every Thursday oh. at Petersham Public House. I see what you mean. Yes, Two yes, separate yes. campaigns. If you see someone listening to Dragon Friends mm-hmm. on a train and yes. you're a Dragon Friends fan I actually think that might go quite well saying yeah today. that's true just yeah. don't yank their bloody cords yeah, out of their do it head. nicely and yeah. yeah, actually I have something to plug if you are that guy who listened to Story Club and yep. pulled the thing out take a long hard look at yourself that's something that I'd like you to check out this week your attitude alright see you later guys <laughs> see you mate bye. bye mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market 